Grain family, what is happening? Thank you so much for joining me for yet another episode of the Against the Grain podcast. I sincerely hope this episode has found you in a place of peace and of harmony. Now, in today's episode, we're going to discuss why it's important to pursue a life you want and not a partner or people. More often than not, you know, we meet someone either on a platonic or a, or a romantic level. We establish a connection and for whatever reason, our season in their life comes to an end and we either find ourselves clinging onto what once was or looking for them in someone else. Now, this can be a very dangerous emotional place to be and I want to use this as an opportunity to offer some perspective and insight into how you can better navigate this. So, let's sink our teeth into it. Ah, life is full of choices. As cliche as that sounds, it really is. From the moment we wake up, we are given choices that we need to make decisions on. We have to decide whether to get out of bed or sleep in for an extra 10 minutes. We have to decide whether to work out in the morning or in the evening or at all. We are constantly faced with the need to settle on a choice, each carrying out its own set of outcomes and consequences. Now, some of these choices are much bigger than others, and that's the nature of life. One of the biggest decisions we may be faced with needing to make a decision on is choosing the people who enter and exit our lives. You know, we've all been in situations where we've met and connected with new and exciting people. We are flooded with endorphins as butterflies fill our stomach at the mere thought of a fresh and exciting experience. We replay our first encounters with that person, recounting every uttered word, every breath, every star-eyed gaze, every blissful sigh over and over in our minds like a broken record, growing and falling deeper with each replay. I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's a magical thing being in love. It really is. It's an enchanting reverie that consumes our thoughts. I mean, I, I get it. Truthfully, it even scares me at times. It's because of the depth of vulnerability and the inability to stop it that often makes it feel like a paradoxical experience. This pursuit of wanting to feel and be loved that feels so good, so trusting, yet so blinding. I know this feeling. I've, I've definitely been there. But it would be an injustice to the human experience to believe that this is the quintessence of what life and love is. You know, I've come to learn through my experience that life and love is a, a delicate balance of ebbs and flows. It's a, a fine equilibrium of active and reactive options and outcomes. Everything is precisely designed to intricately connect and react to one another. A good example of this is the concept of karma. You know, we receive the direct results of what we put out. So with every rush of endorphins comes a reaction or experience designed to reground us to reality. At least this is what I believe. We just cannot live in a state of pure bliss forever. I mean, love isn't, just, love isn't built that way. To love is to understand that pain, disappointment, hurt, and frustration lie on the other end of joy, contentment, depth, and genuine connection. Now, before I continue, I want to acknowledge that I'm not against connection or love for that matter. I love love. 
I love seeing and experiencing the depths that love and connection bring. I love seeing people from genuine connections, whether platonic or romantic, mostly because I know how impactful deep love can be for our sense of community, you know, for our souls and even for our growth. However, far too often people find themselves in pursuit of this from people who cannot offer it back. We've somehow been led to believe that connection, especially in the form of love, is a constant compromise. Fairy tale movies, rom-coms, and gushy reality TV shows tell us that to love is enough, and it stands without defiance. It also teaches us that to love is to sacrifice, that to really love someone means giving up something, be it certain friendships, freedoms, or even dreams. But despite this narrative, I just don't believe love should come by way of sacrificing the things that are important to you. So I want to let you in on a little secret. Love through total sacrifice is a scam. It's a lie that we've been told to believe. I'm not saying that love doesn't come with the need to compromise, no. In fact, I understand that love is about transitioning from me to us. But no example of love, not even in the purest form of that of Romeo and Juliet, is worthy of total loss of self. You may not have it all, but you should have the things that are important. You shouldn't have to sacrifice the life you want for love and happiness. I'd even go as far as saying you can have both. You can surround yourself with love and depth and still live a life that invigorates and fulfills you. I mean, at a bare minimum, you should have access to love or connections that inspire growth while you pursue the life that you want. They may not come at the exact same time, but it's a very real possibility to have both. But the problem I see is people cling onto connections that often keep them in a place of inaction, a place that doesn't inspire growth and forces them to whittle away. To me, this is far more a mismatch of values and life perspectives than anything else. You know, but we hang onto and nurture these relationships out of fear of being alone, out of fear of giving up on what is already so hard to find, or out of fear of not giving our children the safety net of a secure and stable multi-parent home. You know, people move through life simply settling for people who want different things to them. You want to explore the globe, but they're comfortable with a regular nine-to-five job. You want to have children, they don't. So we just find a way to meet in the middle. But is this the life you really want? A life in the middle? One where you're constantly forced to retract your passions and your desires for the sake of sustaining a relationship or a connection that doesn't inspire you? All to ensure that you don't feel alone? Will you really look back at your life in 50 years and say, I'm glad I settled for mediocrity? Now, if you're okay with this, then you don't have a problem. You're good to go. Life will be an absolute breeze. But if you really desire more from this life, then I encourage you to take a leap of faith and demand more. I'm of the belief that life is not to be settled on. At the end of the day, we are only here once. I refuse to settle in my friendships, my relationships, or my pursuit for an enriching life experience. I want to feel that each moment, be it moments of introspection or moments of action, are lived purposefully and intentionally. 
And this is very, very attainable because there's a very powerful reality that exists in what I'm saying. The people who really inspire you are on the other side of the passion and intentional life that you want. The people who truly form your tribe are waiting for you on the other side of the life that you want because they too have made the leap of faith by pursuing the life they want. You see, by pursuing the life you want, you connect and meet with people who are also chasing the same lust for life as you. This, in essence, is what makes them right people for you. But we just rarely live to see it because we don't step in faith and pursue the life that we want. I mean, think back to a time where you've met and connected with someone, be it a friend or a potential partner, during moments where you weren't actively looking for a relationship or a new connection. You know, we often boil this down to coincidence or chance that we happen to meet and connect with these people when we weren't looking for it or least expected it. I mean, it is a common sentiment. But the truth is, none of this is by chance. As I said earlier, the universe has an intricate system that responds and reacts to the choices that we make. When we take time to pursue the things that bring us joy, the universe conspires and manifests the corresponding outcomes, people, and experiences that speak directly to this. When we are deliberate about pursuing a life that inspires us, we begin to be surrounded by people and opportunities that not only align with our purpose or goal, but the people who can aid us in our journey to self-actualization. It may not happen on our timing, but it always happens. See, I myself am living and breathing proof of this. I quit my job as a midweight designer because I was uninspired and demotivated by the life experience that I was having. So I set out to be purposeful about building and manifesting a life that provided me with the challenges and experiences that would grow me. And within a year of this intentionality, I worked with some influencers who connected me with Passport Heavy. Now, thanks to Passport Heavy, I've been able to travel and see the world. I have been able to live in Thailand, live in different parts of the world. I've met and connected with different digital nomads and people who are at the top of their careers. It was through this experience that I was even inspired to start this very podcast and even go as far as creating my Against the Grain card game. Looking back retrospectively, so much growth and change came from being intentional about my personal growth. The problem we have as a society is we've been taught to settle. So we settle. We say, this is enough for me, and we keep our heads in the sand. We live a life of predictability and rarely tickle that curious desire, that desire for more. You see, but by choosing uncertainty and unpredictability, it's scary, yes, but we throw ourselves wholeheartedly into the unknown. For those of us that are brave enough to move with purpose, we consequently attract the people who love what we love, who have the same ambitions for life as we do, and who also demand more from this life, just as we do. It is through this process that you subsequently find the real people that are destined to be in your life the people who can really contribute to your growth and whose lives you can equally pour into. As I've said, I love the idea of love and seeing people flourish in it. However, love isn't enough to compensate for a lifetime of sacrifice and compromise. Life just shouldn't be lived. It should be experienced. The last thing I want for myself or for you 
is to wake up one day with regret. You know, the regret of knowing that you settled in life. Regret in knowing that you weren't intentional about your desires. Regret in knowing that you could have done more. You could have been more. You could have demanded more. You know, you could have pursued options and experiences that genuinely fed your soul, your mind, and your spirit. You know, so with this said, I urge you not to pursue people. Instead, pursue a life that is worth living and your people will find you. That is it, ladies and gentlemen. Yet another episode of the Against the Grain podcast wrapped up. I sincerely thank you, as always, for joining me on this journey. This is a a really touching episode for me, a really important episode for me because it is a reflection of my life experience and what I've learned through the trials and tribulations and the ebbs and flows of life. And I really hope that this message speaks to you and um, and that you find solace in everything that I've been able to discuss with you. So without, uh, without wanting to keep you too long, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. And I l- really look forward to speaking to you on the next one. In the interim, take care of yourself, love the people that love you, and reach for a life that is worth living. Take care.